We are in week two of a series called On My Way, and the whole idea about this series is that we are all on our way somewhere in life. We're all going somewhere. We're not just sitting still and like not moving anywhere. We're all moving in a certain direction, and, uh, and we all have hopes and dreams for our life. We all have places that we want to go in life and things that we want to do and, and goals set out for ourselves, um, and this series is all about how to get there, how to get where we want to go, how to get especially where God wants us to go. Um, and, and tonight we're going to really look at um, why we don't get there, what the problem is. But first I want to kind of, kind of remind us, um, for those of us who weren't here last week or for those of us who kind of forgot in the past week, um, what this series is all about. And, and we kind of center it around this principle. Um, and it's not something that I made up. It's something from a book called The Principle of the Path by Andy Stanley. Um, but here is the principle that applies to all of us, whether we like it or not. Here it is. Direction, not intention, determines our destination. Direction, not intention, determines our destination. And just as a reminder, we have notes in the seat backs in front of you. We got pins at the middle if you want to take notes and write down some of the stuff that we talk about tonight. Direction, not intention, determines our destination. Here's what this means. Where you go sends you to a certain place. And it doesn't matter where you want to go. It matters where you're actually going. What we talked about last week was if you planned a, a, a vacation to New York City and, um, and you were going to go around like Christmas and, and you got your jacket and you got your boots and, and, you, and you booked um, uh, Broadway tickets and Knicks tickets and you, you knew what, uh, like, uh, what restaurants you're going to go to and what hotels you're going to go to and all of that. And you really want to go there. You, you get your friends together. You save up your money. You get in the car. You pack up. You got all your cold weather gear. And you're ready to go. You're ready to see Central Park and the Empire State Building, all that kind of stuff. If you get on I-95 and you go south instead of north, you will never get to New York City. You could be talking about it the whole time. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait till we get to New York. It's going to be so great. We're going to take selfies and, like, walk around and be like, hashtag NYC. It's going to be great. We're going to get an I love NYC shirt. Like, that's never been done before. And, like, we're, we're just going to love life. This is going to be great. But the whole time you're going south. And when you get out of the car, you'll be in a big city. But it will not be New York City. It will be Miami because that was the direction you went. And until you turn around, you will never get to New York City. It doesn't matter how bad you want to be in New York City. You won't get there if you don't go in that direction. So direction, not intention, determines our destination. But there's also something else important about this whole idea is this. Your choices and lifestyle today. Everybody say today. Everybody say today. Your choices and lifestyle today are leading you somewhere tomorrow. Everybody say tomorrow. Everybody say tomorrow. Your choices in lifestyle today are leading you somewhere tomorrow. Here's what that means. What you do as a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old, 15-year-old, 16, 17, 18, what you do in your teenage years will affect you when you're in your 20s and when you're in your 30s and when you're in your 40s and your 50s. And you may say, no, 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 no. My life then has nothing to do with my life now. And you, my friend, would be wrong. It has everything to do with your future. And you may, you may be able to draw the line between your teenage years and your adult years, and you may not. You, you may not really realize the, the impact that it makes, but it does make an impact on your future. Your life today affects your life tomorrow. And again, we all have certain things that we want for our lives. We all have certain things that we hope for. Um, and nobody wakes up one day and just like, man, when I'm 
man, when I'm 30, I want to have no friends, no family, no money, no home, living on the streets, addicted to drugs. Like nobody wakes up one day like that's what I want for my life. But, but so many people go in a direction away from the goals that they have and they end up in places they never intended to be. And this is so important that you hear this tonight. It's so important that your life today is affecting your life tomorrow. And if you want to get where you want to go, you have to start going in that direction today. So you might say, well, why? What's the problem? Like, why don't we get where we want to go? Here's the problem. We choose. Everybody say choose. Choose. We choose paths that are headed away from the future we desire. If you're you're taking notes, circle that word choose. We choose, we choose paths that are headed away from the future we desire. And you may say, no, I don't. If I want something, I go get it. But the truth is, we don't always do that. Very often we choose a different direction than where we want to end up. How do I know this? I can give you examples. Most people do not plan on having a baby when they're in high school or even when they're in college or when they're a teenager. They don't plan on that. And yet so many people go in that direction. Why? Because they have sex and sex leads to babies. They're like, oh my gosh, I had a baby. Well, you went in the direction of babies. You made choices that put you in that direction. And it doesn't matter that you didn't want that because that's what you did. Same thing, like we don't, we don't grow up thinking like, man, I can't wait to be an alcoholic one day. Man, I wanna be addicted to cocaine. Like, please help me be addicted to cocaine. We don't want those things for our life, but what do so many young people do? They go to parties, they drink, they smoke, they experiment with drugs. And what does that lead you to? Addiction. And it doesn't matter if you don't want it because that's the direction you're going in. You choose paths that are headed away from the future you desire. One more, and this might, might probably applies to all of us at some point. None of us want to get a paperback or a test back from our teacher that has a fat F on it or a 35 or a 42 like, we feel embarrassed about that. We don't like that. From, from the murmur I'm hearing, y'all have all experienced that at some point. And here's the deal. We don't want that. But what do we all do? We all fail to study. We all skip out on homework. We all skip class. And what happens? We are choosing a direction towards failure. And it doesn't matter that you wanted an A because you chose the F. You chose to go in that path. We choose paths that are headed away from the future we Desire. So the question is why? Why would we do that? Why do we go in the wrong direction? It seems so wrong. Like, why would we do that? Why would we go against what we want? Well, there's, I'm going to give you four reasons, and maybe they all apply to you, maybe just one or two of them. But we're just going to go, go through them, and I just want you to kind of think, does this apply to me? Here's the first one. We have blind spots. We have blind spots. How many of you... Um, have a permit or a driver's license, raise your hand. All right, so those of you who have driven know we have blind spots when we drive. You can see in front of you, you can see to your side. You have a rear view mirror so that you can see behind you. You have these side view mirrors so that you can see what's on the side. But in between your two mirror views is a blind spot and we all have it and we cannot see what is right there. And there are times where you may try to get over in in traffic and then you hear a honk and you realize there was a car in my blind spot. They saw me getting over. They knew they were there. I didn't realize it. We all have blind spots in life. It talks about it in, in the Bible, in the book of Proverbs. It says this in Proverbs 12, verse 15. It says, the way of fools seems right to them, 
but the wise listen to advice. Here's what it's saying. The foolish people think they know everything and they don't realize they have blind spots. The truth is we all have blind spots. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how old you are, you have blind spots. And if you think you know everything, you're in trouble because you don't. You have blind spots. And here's the thing about it. It's easy to see the blind spots in other people, isn't it? It's easy to be like, oh, well, you know, she's headed in the wrong direction. Well, you know, she started dating that guy, and oh my gosh, I just think she's, she's headed down a bad path. Or you see your friends, oh my gosh, do you know who they're hanging out with? I, I, I just think they're headed down a path they don't want to be on. Have you noticed how they've been lying to their parents and, and, and getting in fights with their parents? I think they're headed in a direction that is bad for them. We see it in other people, but so often we don't see it when it's us, because we have blind spots. Jesus talked about this in, in the Sermon on the Mount. He says, um, you're, 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 you're looking at other people, and you see this, this speck of dust in their eye, this sawdust. Like, it's a microscopic little thing. You see that in their eyes, and you're so focused on it. Meanwhile, you have a two-by-four sticking out of your head, and you don't notice that. Why not? Jesus was saying, you have blind spots. It's so easy to see other people, but it's harder to see your own errors and realize you're going in the wrong direction. So we all have blind spots. The second thing, we are liars. Turn to somebody and say, you're a liar. Turn to another somebody and say, you're a liar. Now everybody say to yourself, I am a liar. And you may say, I'm not a liar. I always tell my parents the truth. I always tell my friends the truth. I always tell my teachers the truth. But here's, here's the issue. We all lie to ourselves. Maybe not to other people, but to ourselves. We lie to ourselves. We think that we are the exception. Oh, well, I can do that, and it won't happen to me. Like, I won't get in trouble. I can have sex, they won't get pregnant. I can, I can smoke, it's just one time. I can control myself, I won't get addicted. I can look at pornography, it's no big deal. It won't affect me. I, I, can, I can gossip because no, it's not gonna come back to bite me. Like, no one's gonna find out. It, it, I'm the exception, I'm gonna be okay. We all think we're the exception. We all say, you know, I, I won't get sick or I'll change later or it won't become a habit, or, or he or she will forgive me. They'll get over it because we lie to ourselves. We tell ourselves things so that we can do things that we know are wrong and we feel okay about them. We, we've all done that. We've all had a thought and been like, I probably shouldn't do that. And then you start thinking, ah, well, you know, so-and-so did it and they didn't get in trouble. I won't get caught. It's just one time. It's okay. It's not a big deal. But in Jeremiah, 17.9, he, 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 he speaks this verse, and it's so important for us when we're thinking about our heart. It says this, the heart is deceitful above all things. For those of you who, who aren't great about vocabulary, deceitful means liar. The heart is a liar above all things and beyond cure. There is no fix. There is no medicine. Who can understand it? Here's what he's saying. Your heart will lead you in the wrong direction. And so many of us, especially when we're teenagers, are like, oh my gosh, my heart just leads me to do these things. Like, it's just like 
mm, I can't describe it, but there's just something in me that's just, just pulling me in that direction. And, and I see on like Twitter, like these stupid Twitter accounts you follow that are like, oh, just follow your heart. Do whatever feels good. It's all okay. Nothing will happen. It's all good. And the, it's all a lie. Your heart will lie to you because your heart wants what it wants. And it'll tell you what you want to hear so that you will go down a path you know you shouldn't go down. And, and if you all think about it, we've all had times where we knew something was wrong, but we wanted to make it more acceptable. So we lied to ourselves. Here's the third thing we do. We would rather have happiness in the moment. We would rather have happiness in the moment. This is where you don't have a blind spot. You know it's wrong. And you're not lying to yourself. You know it's wrong. You're telling yourself the truth. But you do it anyway. Why? You know better, but you want what you want. And ultimately, when you want to do something, you're going to do it. And we've all, uh, if anybody has ever like gone on a diet or tried to like control your eating at some point in your life, like I need to eat better, I need to start eating better. And you get the plan, you're like, okay, I've been like searching on Google and I found like this like workout plan and I go and signed up at LA Fitness and like I'm feeling good, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna have my protein shakes. Like I am going on the straight and narrow. We've all been there, right? And, and we go down that path and we're like two days in and then we just start sweating bullets. We're like driving down Beach Boulevard and we're like, oh, Chinese food, oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh, uh, McDonald's, uh, Taco Bell, uh, Taco Lou, Angie's, like, oh my gosh, like I can't control myself. I want to eat so badly. And then you're like driving pet, that past Chick-fil-A and you're like, oh my gosh. And like you can't, and you start taking a U-turn and you go through the drive-thru and you just start ordering. This is like my life. And I'm like, oh, like I know I shouldn't do this, but oh, I just can't control myself because we want happiness in the moment. And so we forget that we have a goal. We forget our diet. We forget our workouts. And we just say, oh man, I'm so hungry right now. And we listen to our stomach. See, we know better, but we want happiness in the moment. We want that moment of eating. We do it with studying too, or the lack thereof. We, we know that we have a test coming up and we get all set up. We turn on like Spotify study, like, ah, like cool music, chill music. And we lock the door. We put our phone away. We get our book out. We're all ready to study. And then we hear the vibration of our phone and we're like, Oh gosh, and then we, and, we, and we look at it and our friend's like, hey, you wanna go out to eat? And you're like, uh, yeah, sure. I'll just, I'm not doing anything. I'll just, I'll just come, come eat. Or you walk past the TV and you're like, oh man, I, was, I really wanna watch that next episode. I really wanna play video games. And, and we ignore what we plan to do because we just want happiness in the moment. So we go play the video games. We go watch Netflix. We go hang out with our friends and then we fail the test. And we're like, why did I do that? Because you wanted happiness in the moment. Here's the fourth reason that we go in the wrong direction. We are too emo. We are too emo. You're like, I'm not emo. Yes, you are. You're emo. You let your emotions get the best of you. You let your emotions get the best of you. Here's what I mean. You say, I'll never say that to somebody. I'll never get in a fight. I'll never go down that path. And then what happens? You get angry. You lose your temper. And then you say something, you're like, I cannot believe I said that to my parents. I cannot believe I said that to my friends. I cannot believe that came out of my mouth. But anger got the best of you because you're too emotional. And when we get in emotional situations, we can't control ourselves. You say, ah, oh, I'm not gonna look at that website. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna do that with my boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm okay. Like, it's not gonna happen to me. And then you get in the situation and your body takes over. 
and you can't control yourself because lust gets a hold of you and pleasure gets a hold of you and you want what you want and your emotions pull you in a different direction. You get impatient with someone and you say, oh, I'm gonna be better this time, I'm gonna be better. And then you lose your patience and you can't control your actions and your impatience, your emotions get the best of you. Desire and love get the best of you. Our emotions will pull us in a place where we do not want to get. So when we get in these emotionally charged situations, we can just completely lose our minds. We become irrational. If you think back to like your dumbest decisions that you just made like in a split second, it's probably because you allowed yourself to get into an emotional situation and you thought, oh, my willpower will take over. No, it won't because your anger and your lust and the happiness and the moment and love and desire, that's all going to get in the way. And, and maybe, maybe you've done all four of these. I know I have. Maybe you struggle especially with one or two. But because of things we don't know, because we lie to ourselves, because we want happiness in the moment, because we have too many emotions and we get in these emotional situations, for all these reasons, we go in the wrong direction. We go away from the things that we know we want. And in Proverbs, going back to chapter, uh, the book of Proverbs, chapter 7, starting in verse 6, there is a, a description of a, of a young man, but it doesn't matter what gender he is. This is for all of us. There's this young man, and this, this person is looking down from like a, like a second or third story window, looking down, and they can kind of see the town square, and they can see what this young man is doing. And we're going to read kind of the description and see how he falls into all four of these traps. It says, at the window of my house, I looked down through the lattice. I saw among the simple, I noticed a young man, a youth who had no sense. Here's what the the narrator, the author is saying. I saw somebody who had a blind spot. They didn't realize it, but they had a blind spot. And so it continues. He was going down the street near her corner, walking along in the direction of her house at twilight as the day was fading as the dark of night set in maybe you've heard a parent or a grandparent say nothing good happens after midnight or nothing good happens after the sun goes down he knows that he's going in the wrong direction but he starts lying to himself oh, no, it won't be me oh it's nighttime huh imagine that i'll be okay i'll be okay and he just keeps on walking he knows where he's going but he's lying to himself and then out came a woman to meet him Dressed like a prostitute and with crafty intent. She is unruly and defiant. Her feet never stay at home. Just so you know, that's like a biblical way of saying she gets, she gets around town. Her feet never stay at home. Now in the street, now in the squares, at every corner she lurks. She took hold of him and kissed him. And with a brazen face, she said, today I fulfilled my vows. I have, got, I have food for my fellowship offering at home. She's saying, like, I went to church. Like, I, I like, washed my sin away so I can just fill it back up with some more sin. So I came out to meet you. I looked for you, and I have found you. I have covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt. So she's got, like, her best sheets on the bed. She's got the music playing on Spotify. She, she's feeling good, and she is ready to do something, all right? I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Got like the essential oils going, like she's ready for what's about to happen. Come, let's drink deeply of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. And now he knows he's going in the wrong direction, but he wants happiness in the moment. He can smell the perfume. 
He can smell the bed. He can see the bed through the doorway. And he's like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really want this. I didn't think I wanted it, but I want it. I'm here and I want this. He's caught up in the moment. And then we continue. My husband is not home. Ding, 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 ding. Maybe this should be the last warning sign. She has a husband. She's married. So if you weren't going in the wrong direction already, now you know she's married. She's off limits. Don't go any further. But now he's emotional. Now he's emotional. He's like, oh, man, her husband's gone. This is great. This is great news. He's gone. I can do whatever I want. She says he has gone on a long journey. He's not coming back anytime soon. We are good. I can take as long as I want. And he took his purse filled with money, and he will not be home till full moon. And with persuasive words, she led this young man astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. And these next three words are, are so Important, all at once, he followed her, all at once. But it wasn't all at once, was it? See, he knew where he was going. He knew what time he was going. He knew which direction he was going. He knew where her house was, and she came out to meet him. He knew where he was going. This wasn't all at once, but it felt like all at once because his emotions were pulling him in. He had lied to himself. He had had blind spots. He had got caught up in the moment. And now here he is. And see what happens. He follows her like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer stepping into a noose till an arrow pierces his liver, like a bird darting into a snare, little knowing it will cost him his life. Now then, my sons and my daughters, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Do not let your heart, your heart, which is devious, which is a liar, turn to her ways or stray into her paths. Many are the victims she has brought down. Her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is a highway, a highway, a direction, a path to the grave, leading down to the chambers of death. Maybe you remember from last week, but there's this, there's this teaching of, of Jesus where he says, hey, there's this broad path. Everyone's on it. It's fun. There's music playing. It's easy. But this path leads to destruction. And then there's this, this narrow path, this small, narrow path. Seems a little harder. Not as many people are on it. But this path leads to life. And Jesus tells us, you should go down the narrow path. And then he lets us make our own decision. And we choose. And that broad path seems so easy. We see here in the scripture, at the end of Proverbs, it says it's a highway, but it's going to the grave, to destruction, to death. It's a direction you do not want to go. It's a future you do not want. And this young man does all four things that we talked about. He struggles with all four things and he finds himself in a place where he did not want to be. So I have a few questions for you tonight. I have a few questions for you tonight. Which one, which one of these are you struggling with? Are there just things you don't know and you, and you just can't, you just didn't know any better? And you've gotta, you've gotta have someone help you see your blind spots? Are you lying to yourself? You're just not being honest? Are you getting caught up in the moment? Are you letting your emotions take hold of you? To pull you in a direction you don't want to be? Which one of these are you struggling with? Are there differences? Are there differences 
between what you want in the future. Listen to me, listen to me, it's so important. Are there differences between what you want in the future and what you are doing now? You're 16 years old, you think it's not going to affect me. Yes, it is. Yes, it will. There's a lot of adults in this room. There's a lot of adults that are your parents and your aunts and uncles and your teachers, and they know that their decisions when they were young, they affect them still today. Are there differences between what you want in the future and what you are doing now? Because if there are, it's time to change direction. You're going away from the future you want, and it's time to turn around. Here's the last question. Is there alignment between your intention and direction? Is there alignment between your intention and your direction? Here's what this means. Is what you want for your future the direction you're going? Is what you want for your future the direction you're going? Because here's what a lot of us do. We say, oh, well, I, I want this career, and I want to go to this college, and I want this future myself for myself, but you're going in the direction of something else. You're going in a different direction. And if you don't change that direction right now, that future's not gonna be there. You may say, oh, I, I wanna have, uh, I wanna chase purity. I wanna have a healthy uh, marriage with my wife one day. I wanna have a healthy relationship with my kids. But you are not going in that direction. You're sleeping with whoever you want. You're having bad relationships. You don't, you don't trust anybody. No one trusts you. You're not headed in the direction of a healthy marriage. You're headed in the direction of one breakup after another. You're headed in the direction of divorce. You're headed in the direction of turmoil in your family. Because that's, that's the choice you're making. Some of you say, oh, well, I, I want to have a healthy lifestyle. I want to I be uh, clean, and I want to I just I wanna have a, a very healthy, open life one day, a free life. And you're headed in the direction of addiction, of chaining yourself up. Maybe some of you are even headed in the direction of being chained up by society, which is called prison. Nobody intends to go to prison. Nobody intends to, to, to have that as their future, but then they go in that direction. And maybe you feel like I'm getting ripped apart because what you want is over here, but your direction is over here. Maybe you say, man, I want to be close to God. I want to be a missionary. I want to be a pastor. I want to be a life group leader. But you are headed in the direction of something else. You're heading in the direction of pulling away from God. You haven't picked up your Bible in months. You barely go to church. You don't really listen to anybody. You're not talking to God. And you're like, well, why am I where I am? Because you're not going in the direction you want to go in. You may want that, but you're going away from God. There's a million different things we could talk about. But the, the bottom line is, is there alignment between your intention, what you want, and your direction. We're going to give you um, some time to, to really think about that and respond to that. But first, I want to pray for you, um, and I want to pray over each and every one of you. Heavenly Father, I pray over each of our students and each of our adults and myself. I pray that we will go in the direction that you want us to go, in the direction even that we want to go. Lord, I pray that we would stop intending to do better. Oh, I'll try harder next time. That's what I really want. I'm setting goals, but I pray that we would actually move towards those places. 
We would move towards purity. We'd move towards you. We'd move towards good relationships. We'd move towards being a loving person. We'd, be, we'd move towards serving other people. We'd move uh, away from addiction. We'd move away from the things that hurt us and harm us. Lord, help us make those decisions, decisions today. Help us not get caught in this place where we think our future will be different than our present. Help us realize at 15 years old, our decisions will change our lives when we are in our 40s and our 50s and our 60s and 70s when we're grandparents. And we think, no, 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 that won't happen. Lord, help us realize it will. People have gone down that road and it's a path to destruction. Help us go down the path that you set out for us. The path that leads to life. I pray for each and every person in this room that they would go towards life. We ask this in your name.